Hi, this is Hayden Williams, and it's another episode of Man in the Mirror, the only podcast you need if you're interested in skincare, grooming, and fragrance. Uh, each week I talk to a male guest about life, about their work, and about those key items in their bathroom cabinets, you know, those ones that they would take in a toilet bag if they were going away, those ones they can't do without, just so that I can get some more tips, and hopefully it's things that we can pass on to you. Uh, I'm learning all the time, and this week my guest is Remy Akande, who is uh, a content creator and a blogger from Manchester in the northwest of England. Um, I've met Remy at a few events, and... Um, yeah, he's always struck me. He's a super stylish guy, very humble, doing really well on on the socials. He has over 30,000 followers on Instagram, makes blogging and content creating his his job, his his, his work, and I'm really keen to find out more about that, how he does, and also obviously to find out about some of the, um, the key items and some of those things that really work for him in terms of skincare and grooming. So... Without further ado, here is Remy Akande, and uh, it's Man in the Mirror. I'm Hayden Williams. Here we go. Welcome along to another episode of Man in the Mirror, and I'm delighted to say I'm joined this week by Remy Akande. Hi, Remy. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me on the show, Hayden. It's a real honor to be a part of what you're building and creating and uh, really looking forward to our our episode. Oh, thanks, Remy. No, it's, it's great to have you on. And um, I, I explained in the intro, I came across, I'm sure I'd, I'd seen Remy's content anyway that, that sort of came up in my feed, but I was lucky enough to meet him at an event. And then we've sort of, it's, as tends to be the way with some of these um, you know, fragrance events or sort of you know, beauty events, you tend to kind of run into the same people sometimes. And I've been lucky enough to to see Remy at a few of these and, and he's always been super friendly. And um, I've just always, I'm kind of intrigued by what he does with, with content creating and, and blogging. But the fact that his work straddles fashion, style and fragrance and grooming. So I thought he'd be a perfect guest to have on It'd be great to know, first of all, Remy, I mean, how you make your living doing this. So how did it come about that you're a a content creator and and were there sort of other jobs in between or did you sort of leap from school and college into this? What what was the the trajectory? Well, first of all, thank you for that intro. It was uh, (laughs) a pleasure. It was great to hear. Appreciate that. Um, So uh, my my background's quite interesting, a little bit uh, intriguing, but... um, just to go back to the very beginning, I guess I started out um, always having sort of a, a love for fashion and and style and uh, being the best I can be. That was really instilled. Mm. Were you a stylish youngster, Remy? Were you sort of a, you know did you were you into sort of having good good clothes and good style as a as a teenager? Did it was it that early? Yeah, I think uh, my parents always instilled as I said, being your best, yeah. you know, in, in every sort of aspect of what you do. That that includes appearance as well, you know. Yeah. Looking your best. It's important, um, isn't it, though? I mean, you know, the, the sort yeah. of first impressions and all the cliches, but they're cliches for a reason, I suppose. That's true. That's that's true. And uh, and, and they always had great uh, style. Right. Uh, and great, you know, appearance and, and, and the way that they kind of carried themselves, I guess, passed on to me and I kind of took that and sort of uh, 
created my own sort of um, style and and things that they instilled kind of carried through and created uh, a love of uh, you know fashion fragrance which you know yeah we both, we both love the door and uh, I guess sort of I, I kind of always had that in the background and went down the traditional academic route school you know was was okay in school did did fairly well did you grow up in the northwest remy were you in manchester yes so um for those who who aren't aware (laughs) of me i'm i was born in manchester so my my parents are from sierra leone and uh, nigeria my mother's from sierra leone a country in, in west africa I'm sure many of you heard of Nigeria, a little bit more populous. My dad's from Nigeria. So a, a great mix of different cultures and um, and then being born in, in the UK, being born in, in Manchester was, you know, fantastic for me and had a great upbringing, you know, played lots of sports, did lots of extracurricular activities, acting, music, those sorts of things. So, you know, I had a, had a great upbringing and that's a, that's a credit to my my parents yeah and what were you sort of heading in what what did you think would be the path maybe after after school and college were, were you were you heading in a, in a certain direction do you think um i think i think i've always had my one thing about myself is that i've always had my um i've never sort of, sort of seen limitations i guess with what i could do mm. and I've never kind of you know pigeonholed myself into a into one sort of area and that kind of is is probably the story of my life and uh and how i find myself where i am today so yeah just coming back to kind of school and everything i kind of went through school did fairly well got you know fairly okay grades went yeah. to university and because of my grades and, and everything i was able to um study law so oh wow i went on a roundabout way to getting there so i actually because of uh, what I did at A levels, I, I ended up originally doing a, a course in, in biomedical sciences, and then that wasn't for me. I didn't feel that was for me, so I, I, I decided to to pursue law. Yeah. So I, I ended up doing a law degree, and I absolutely loved it. I found it really, you know, interesting. Yeah. Great, great undergraduate degree, and, and got lots from it. And where did you go and do that, Remy? So I did that here in Manchester. Oh, okay. Right. So yeah. where I'm kind of based at the moment so based between manchester and london at the moment very sort of fluid between the two cities but um you know live in live in manchester i would say you know at the moment so um so did it study in manchester and then i graduated did a did a master's in, in in law as well and then while i was kind of at university i was you know like any student, you know, looking for extra work and, yeah, and yeah. money and uh, had a part-time job. That was something as well that was always instilled to me, you know, kind of making my own way in the world and, and uh, not trying to rely on, you know, my family, my parents. Yeah. So, yeah, I did, I did, uh, I had a, a little retail job uh, part-time while I was studying, which allowed me to, you know, kind of broaden my horizons, you know, meet people. Was it a, was it a fashion um, place. Yeah, so I worked in I worked in uh, a department store, so I worked in high end retail, which, okay. was, which was great. And I said, you know, as I said, it really allowed me to meet many different people, more walks of life. It's such a great insight, isn't it? And I, I yeah, in a very different way. But I, I had a spell in um, in in music retail in in the old days in the 90s or whatever. But I think regardless of the, the you know the area, there is just 
if if you end up pursuing that that career in some other form, just to have had that that time where you've actually helped customers and and seen what people actually ask for, and and um, it, I th- yeah, it, it, it's a real a real sort of insightful thing, and I think it's 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 so useful, isn't it, just to understand the the real world of of retail. Yeah, definitely fantastic uh, experience. And and while I was there, I met some great people, some great colleagues, and that sort of helped me to form the character that I have today. And and and, and those great people, you know, you know, were fantastic in helping me grow into sort of you know that kind of transition from very cliche, but from sort of you know boy yeah. to man. And it sounded like you were on a sort of I don't know. It feels to me that you were, you were on that path of you did your law masters, and you know one might have assumed that that was your calling. So what, what changed to, um, to sort of make it something different? Yeah. So I always had that entrepreneurial kind of spirit, I guess. Yeah. And, and as I, as I mentioned from my kind of upbringing, I was always kind of doing other things as well. So whether that be things in, you know, music, acting, mm. um, I had some great experiences growing up, you know, being on, TV for different things, so oh, yeah, you know, not nothing major, yeah. but you know, kind of extra yeah. work on things like Coronation Street. I did things like Waterloo Road and that sort of stuff. So as I was acting as a young child, I was you know kind of gaining experience. Yeah, but, you know, nothing, nothing of notoriety, no sort of lead parts or anything like that. But you know, great experiences. You know, being in the yeah. sort of media and that industry, yeah, and just seeing seeing that world and seeing how it works. Yeah, playing football from a young age. I uh, I was um, keen footballer to academy level, so I was you know really you know of a, of a good standard, and end up kind of you know managing to kind of travel and play football and things like that when I was growing up. So that was really good. Um, so yeah, all these different. Things. Know, it must have been so busy though. I mean, all those all those different strands. Wow. Always had sort of um, never kind of sat still, and and always had that personality and that kind of carries through today yeah. into what I do. So yeah, so I guess I was I was happy doing my degree, but at the same time I was always kind of wondering, you know, what could I do on, on, yeah. you know, outside of, you know, academics. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I met some great guys at, uh, um, shop I worked at and we ended up kind of, kind of coming up with the idea of, uh, of a business, an events company, um, in Manchester and the work, there wasn't, you know, at the time there wasn't too much, um, in, in that form of kind of events and working with fashion brands and beauty brands and that sort of thing. In the north, London's always kind of had that uh, sort of industry and mm. things going on, but there wasn't anything of that sort of nature in Manchester. So we created uh, a company called uh, Manchester Fashion Industry. And that was my kind of first foray into kind of, you know, dealing with working with brands and companies and yeah. um, agencies and that sort of thing. And were they, were they generally events that were... Public facing, Remy, or were they, yeah, they kind of so private? They were, they were um, predominantly public facing. So, for instance, a, a brand would, much like a PR agency would kind of, you know, do in, in terms of creating an event, um, a brand would come to us and, and look to promote uh, a collection and a new product, and we would, you know, facilitate that in in an in an event and, and marketing it and, and getting people to come and experience it. Because uh, you know at the time e-commerce was kind of on the on the rise, but that uh, 
in real life, sort of networking and tangible um, aspect of you know anything for a brand wasn't really there. Yeah. So that kind of facilitated that for the company and and allowed people to create a real community in Manchester for networking and and, and like-minded people, whether that be in the modeling industry, photographers, uh, you know, designers, that sort of thing. They sort of had a community where they could uh, come together to yeah. share ideas and experience new things and, and see things in person. And uh, that was really successful. And is that still is that still going now, Remy? Is it have you sort of moved on, or is, is that still exist? It's it's not a, it's not at the moment, but it's it's never you know it's never kind of been um, a sort of a thing that we kind of you know close the door on it's just kind of a natural progression yeah um and, and while we were you know doing all these uh, events and and kind of gaining connections with brands and things it became a natural progression to expand what we were doing we were always kind of behind the curtain so to speak mm. um and never really sort of you didn't put yourself forward sort of like. yeah put ourselves forward yeah um, and, and we had um, many conversations with many people around about you're doing a fantastic job but you need to kind of step you know step from from behind the curtain and kind yeah. of put yourselves out there yeah. and i guess it's that sort of business isn't it it's a, it's yeah. about you know people's faces and personalities faces. yeah exactly exactly and uh yeah so naturally i i i began to explore that and that led into content creation where i sort of i found myself for the last few years so you know, I had those connections with brands and, you know, from from kind of the company that I built. Mm. And it, it was almost kind of, uh, it, it seemed like a natural progression. It was kind of a, a strange transition in terms of, you know, not not in terms of the idea, but I guess, you know, to kind of come from behind. Yeah, making it about you, I suppose, yeah, isn't it? And, much and, more. Uh, it was always about the company. It was always really very much about, you know, uh, that and then to kind of try and, put the focus on on myself a little bit was was definitely uh yeah. you know overcoming um sort of your own personal kind of beliefs and and kind of you know having that self confidence and then yeah and then also kind of other people's ideas of what uh, what you should be doing or yeah, their ideas of, of who you who you were and who you have been and then kind of seeing you uh, make that leap is has been an interesting one so yeah yeah but it's but it's really interesting in the, in the way you describe that that evolution that you know some I guess sometimes these these things when I thought about it at the beginning God can it it's almost this sort of binary step that people make between doing something else and then this big step oh, I'm going to be a you know a content creator and I think well, how would you you know how would you know you could you know make a living from yeah. something like that but actually when when I hear you describe it it does feel. Um, yeah, like you said, sort of a, a kind of baby steps along the way, and, yeah. and you'd already made those connections with with brands and and um, with PR companies and, and people in your area. So it perhaps it didn't feel quite as uh, yeah monumental as it it might have done because yeah you were already halfway there in some ways, weren't you? Yeah, and uh, I think I think it's never you know speaking to creators myself and 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 probably you're, you're probably the same it's never a sort of a, a contrived you know sort of waking up one day and, and saying right that's i'm going to be i'm going to be content creator today it's um, yeah yeah it, it's sort of out of, of of love and 
and passion. Yeah, for, passion for something. For something, yeah. yeah. And uh, I think I'm, I'm sure we'll talk about fragrance at, at some point. We will. We will. But um, yeah, you know, naturally sharing things that you 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 have a passion for and, and love for and uh, affinity for is 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 always um, you know a great thing and, and what the best a great starting thing to point, be isn't it? To, yeah, and I think that, that definitely comes across in in the work you do. And I think, you know, f- probably for for most content creators, if it just for for people who who like your pages and follow your stuff, I think, you know, it's always it just feels far more far more genuine and and sort of based in reality if it's if it does come from from real enthusiasm and, and passion and knowledge of a of a certain area rather than just, oh, I want to be don't want to be famous or something like that 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 feels a bit more vacuous doesn't it so yeah i, I think um well I, I, what i'll do in the in the show notes is obviously link to your profile so people can check you out if they haven't already but um thank you be, <laughs> my pleasure it would be great actually in because in man in the mirror i like to to ask the guest about some some key kind of bathroom essentials shall we call them you know those sort of key items that that really work for you in your regime and um it's great because selfishly i get to learn more about new products that i might not know about and you know i have a real fragrance lover but actually skincare and grooming and some of those things i i I kind of still sort of feeling my way and i just love learning about different products and 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 people's regimes because surprise surprise they're all different so how about you remy what um in terms how about sort of shaving and grooming that that side of things i know you have a you have a beard don't you how what's your what's your regime in terms of shaving um over the years i kind of you know when you kind of are, are growing up and you try you know are kind of experimental with kind of shaving and then you know every kind of every kind of guy goes through that period of you know right it's my first mm. first shave and uh you know it's kind of uh a rite of passage as it as as they say but uh i originally kind of started out trying to um wet shave and uh i'm sure that's how many people kind of begin yeah and uh Usually is, isn't it? Just uh, get the shave room. My skin type, my my skin color. It, it, it's very um, it's very difficult sometimes to, you know, wet shaving kind of causes you know ingrown hairs and, uh, and bumps, and it, it didn't really kind of agree with me. Yeah, I found it kind of irritating and right. That's interesting. Yeah, and and over over time you kind of learn, and like I said, it's right passage, and you, you go through those stages, and your first kind mm. of you know. You, shaving cream and shaving foam and getting on there and like like it you know you see the you know guys in the adverts and uh yeah it just it just didn't agree with me and my skin type so well, it's difficult enough actually isn't it you know i think as a teenager you know it's a time of well spot breakouts and all that stuff and it, you don't want to be adding in you know ingrowing hairs and all that stuff into the mix and i, I remember that as well it's not not great is it so what did you um or did you move on to? Would you go electric? Yeah, so I went on to uh, electric shaving and, uh, and dry shaving and um, found that, uh, you know, agreed with my skin type a lot more. Mm. Mm. Um, and uh, I, I'm I'm fairly, you know, I wouldn't say I'm particularly sort of hairy. <laughs> I'm happy with my kind of beard um, at the moment. It's a, it's a fairly, you know, solid, uh, solid beard. It's, you know, nothing it's a good crazy, beard. but I am... I, um, I regularly visit. I've got a great, great barber, 
um, yeah. in, in Manchester. Let's give him a shout out. Who's who's your barber? Yeah, my, my barber, Jarrell um, Hefe from Voodoo, Voodoo Cooks, it's called. Um, so he's a great guy, great friend. He, you know, fantastic barber. It's such a lovely relationship as well, isn't it? You know, it, yeah. if, if you can find yourself going back to the same person, you know, every month or six weeks or whatever, I, yeah, it's a... It's a it's a great thing, and um, yeah, it sounds like someone that you know you can form a really good friendship with, and, and there's there's some interesting conversations, aren't there, in, in the barber's chair? Definitely, definitely, and it's uh, it's a great place to be, and uh, you know, like I said, great conversations. You know, not just about uh, it's sort of a, it's sort of an escapism for I guess for for a lot of you know, guys, and you can you can talk about many different things, and yeah go sort of below the surface deeper things and uh, you know it's not just a place to kind of you know talk about you know football or something like that you know you know it's it's a great place to kind of get things off your chest and have conversations and i i do with my barber so i'm, I'm very fortunate uh, it's like uh he's like a therapist in in <laughs> in some forms you know and yeah. uh, we have great conversations we're very we're very similar we're very motivated individuals and, yeah you know it's uh yeah very very lucky to have uh, him as a friend so. well, it's funny you should say that isn't it because i think you know they, they've, there's been some different um sort of movements where you know i often talk about men and mental health and those things but yeah they, they there's been some sort of experiments with with trying to do more around yeah those conversations that you have with a barber because like you say they can be if it's especially if it's someone that you get to know quite well you can definitely go a bit, a bit deeper than just have you been anywhere nice on your yeah. holiday can't you and and actually those it's yeah for men it's very useful and necessary isn't it to to sort of have people that you can talk in that way and obviously it's not always a, a barber but it's a, it's a very sort of trusting trusted relationship and it sounds like you've got a good one there so in in terms of shaving then just to finish that off you've got an electric shaver have you got a certain you know, certain brands, certain certain one that you go for. I, I, I use it. It varies really. I've got um, a great Braun shaver that I use, Braun Series Seven. Um, so if you, you've probably seen that on on my Instagram, yeah. If, uh, if you know, yeah. Hopefully, you guys will be following me after this. You'll have a look. But yeah, Braun uh, they Series Seven. They will. Remy, they will. And uh, and coincidentally enough, I I as well use you know I vary between that and a uh, Remington shaver. <laughs> it's very funny i'm sure as you, you know with with the name uh you probably yeah yeah, yeah there's uh, you know obviously as you're growing up as a kid you know in the playground you got you get called remington and all sorts of <laughs> uh, abbreviations of your name so it's it's very funny to sort of later in life who would have thought you know sort of 10 15 years later you kind of I've been fortunate enough to work with the brand Remington, and it's it's just a very you kind of chuckle to yourself and think, nice you know, full thought, circle yeah, moment. Uh, all those years yeah. ago, I'd be kind of you know working with the brand, and, and yeah, yeah. So they're my t- sort of two uh, go-to shavers. And you, does that does that involve you having to have any use any sort of pre-shave products or uh, or kind of shave balms afterwards, or are you you pretty good? Yeah, I sort of. I, I guess my, my routine, kind of when I when I do kind of uh, give my beard a trim, is kind of um, you know giving my, my my face a good wash, like exfoliating, cleanser, or or sometimes a uh, like a scrub, you know, like a, a light scrub, just to kind of you know prepare the, the skin and the pores 
for, for shaving. And then um, I, I like to keep my beard at sort of about a two and a half length. Mm-hmm. Kind of suits my my style. Not too not too long. Uh, just kind of a, a reasonable level for myself. I find that kind of you know over time you you kind of experiment with you know different lengths and you get it wrong and uh, you know yeah kind of over the over the years I've kind of figured out that you know, two and a half is my my go to and. Uh, you know, over the years as well, you know, there was, you know, in terms of trends and stuff, I remember there was kind of the, the big beards was kind of really kind of really trendy and trying to grow my beard out and going through that phase. And, uh, yeah, it's just really interesting how, how yeah. trends and styles uh, change over the years. So what about, um, what about skincare then, Remy? Have you got, have you got a sort of routine around moisturizers and, and toners and things like that? How, is that something that you sort of build into your morning and evening yeah so um again over the years you know kind of figuring out what's uh, right for you and uh for anybody who's you know listened to this and is kind of not sure what to do with kind of you know their skincare they're having any issues i think it's important to, to always research and understand your your skin type um and i was very much in that kind of you know sort of area in terms of like not being um completely happy with my skin type and, and mm. you no know, I just kind of used to wash my face with soap and water and you learn over yeah. time that that's not I think it's how we yeah, all start, we'll start. you learn over time that's probably not <laughs> yeah. the best thing and you speak to yeah you know people with a, with more knowledge and you know I never really had sort of bad skin uh, even as a kind of teenager but um understanding my skin type is definitely important what I need to do and uh, as well you know the aging so what the what are the key products now that um that work for you what, what do you what have you built in um so i i, I like to um i think it's really important to have a kind of a routine exfoliating using a good cleanser is definitely important mm. so I'd, I'd highly recommend anybody you know investing in there uh, a good cleanser you know washing the face no no soap and water um yeah, put the soap down. Yeah. And have you found yourself loyal to a certain brand or do you kind of just, you know... I, I vary, I vary. And I think I'm, I'm very fortunate enough to, to try many different brands. Yeah. Um, so I, I kind of see myself as somebody who... I'm in a privileged position and, you know, as, as I'm sure you are as well, you know, getting to try different... Uh, Different different products is is actually you know a, a great thing and yeah. learn what kind of yeah, works for you and what doesn't. Um, yeah. But I always like to keep my skin very you know hydrated uh, as much as possible. So I would say a good cleanser is definitely important. You know for for washing the face, a good vitamin C kind of over yeah. over the years. I just used to kind of you know maybe put a, a bit of have a you know cleanse and then just kind of whack on a bit of moisturizer. But now I'm starting to incorporate products that I think are key into my routine. Mm. So vitamin C. So uh, if you're familiar with Ren, I'm sure you've had uh, yes, yeah, great experiences fact, with yeah, Ren. Had, Ren do great vitamin yeah, C. Yeah, Ren's great. We yeah, had David Ren on, um, their, their global ambassador on the last season. Yes, and, he did, um, he did. Yeah, he was, yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I love Ren products. So it's, yeah, he'll be happy to hear that you, uh, you like them, I'm sure. Um, so yeah, good vitamin C. I use products from The Ordinary. Ah, do you? Ordinary, I think, are you know reasonably priced and and, and good quality products. Um, mm. So I, I do enjoy their oils, their argan oils. There, they have rose 
seed oil as well that I use. Uh, so I find that product's quite good and a great, great uh, price point mm. as well. And then I've started to incorporate now as well, something I think is really important. And uh, a lot of people don't tend to sort of, uh, I think, have in their kind of uh, toiletry bag, you know, a good SPF. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And this is something that I've kind of been uh, been sort of taught over the years. And for my skin type, you know, black skin, you know, we have melanin and and, and uh, there's always sort of a, a notion that you don't have to apply SPF. You've got natural, mm. you know, protection because of skin color and uh, but you do yeah, yeah now we're kind of uh, being educated that you know no matter what skin type you are mm. skin color skin type you know you need to have a good spf and that's on days when it's not even sunny yeah. when it's particularly living in of course living in the uk it's deceptive isn't it you know um yeah you know, we have probably sun you know for maybe in total you know one one month of the um, entire year, really. No, no exactly. But yeah, but we, we need it anyway. And again, is, are you sort of, are you trying different brands there or have you found a, a, an SPF that you, you like? Yeah, I, so, so again, experimenting is, is, is definitely key to finding the right one for you. Yeah. So uh, at the moment, I've, I've been um, kind of using um, the Roche Posé. Okay. Yeah. Great French brand. Great brand. So their their um, SPF is is good because it doesn't leave any a cast. So uh, an issue with SPF yeah. is you know on 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 dark skin is leaving like a, a cast, like a white cast, it's a white powdery yeah, mark. Yeah, and, you don't want uh, that. You know, some some brands uh, tend to do that. So finding the right one yeah. is definitely important. So uh, oh, that's interesting. I've definitely been uh, been blessed with finding that one. Um, it's mm. very good. There's, there's, um, so tell me about um, tell me about your hair, Remy. And um, do you do you have a certain sort of do you have sort of styling product that you, that you that you like to use, or you know what are you up to with um, with hair care? Yeah, I've had uh, over the years. I've had quite a few uh, different sort of hairstyles. Short hair, kind of two on top, you know short sides fade whatever yeah. and then as i kind of got older i kind of had find what works uh, yeah experiment with my hair afro hair you're quite you're limited with what you can do but with with you know you can be quite drastic and so i, I have i've had cornrows i've had braids i've had mm. uh, yeah i've had a huge afro i've had i've, <laughs> I've kind of yeah over the years i've just experimented Done it all. many different styles and i'm um, kind of find what's right for me and yeah um, that's one thing I've, I, I kind of was always kind of noted for was having like, uh, different hairstyles and stuff. So mm. yeah, hair's definitely important uh, for me. And now like I, I'm, I'm kind of in a position where, you know, I've got a great, I said, I've got a great barber and he yep. looks after me in terms of, you know, the hairstyle. And, and, uh, so I keep my hair fairly, fairly long on top now and, and have a sort of faded sides, you know, sort mm. of. 0.5 on the sides and in terms of products it's uh at the moment more just kind of using uh, a gel on the oh, okay. hair yeah to kind of get uh you know, accentuate kind of curls and, and things at the moment so yeah using a hair that's not specific for for sort of black hair remy's is that just a um, so, yeah, not a specific one or i, I tend to use um 
I try and use kind of more kind of sort of black hair products. Yeah. So things like um, gels and stuff like that and waxes don't always agree with the sort of generic, you know, products that sort of always agree mm. with my, my hair type. I've been lucky enough to kind of, you know, again, work with some, some great hair brands and, yeah, at the moment, I kind of I'm I'm, I'm happy with um, sticking to kind of you know more brands that are kind of uh, you know, applicable to kind of different hair types and particularly black hair. Mm. It, it's good to you know um, find the right product for you and uh, you know products of the past have been too heavy or left kind of that again you know white marks or on on, on dark hair and mm. uh, so I've kind of made the switch to sort of more oil based products. So what are the kind of brands that you've been using? What, what's on your shelf now for, for, for hair gels? Um, it, it, it varies, really, with sort of hair products. Just trying to think off the top of my head what I sort of... Before, I used to use like S-Curl, which is like a, a traditional, like, uh, I'd say that's kind of a, a black brand. Yeah. That was, you know, kind of in my younger days, and they, they still do great products now. Sort of now, I'm kind of you know um, mm-hmm. sort of um, those sorts of brands that kind of um, are specifically you know, for kind of my hair type, so curly brands. That, you know, let me think off the top of my head. Put me on the spot now. No, no, don't worry. Well, look, we can. Um, <laughs> you can let me know, and we'll um, we'll add them in in the show notes, or just when you when you find it on your shelf. So don't sure, don't, sure. don't worry for now. But the, the other thing, Remy, is you know we've been talking about your work as a, as a content creator and, and obviously our shared love of, of fragrance. Have you found that you've been doing more sort of fragrance content recently? And, and, and I wonder what men's reaction to it is. Have you found that, that, um, you know, men sort of comment on your site or people that you meet at events? Do you, do you, do you think men are sort of more open to exploring the world of fragrance now? What's your experience of that? Yeah, I think, uh, it's, it's interesting because one thing that is quite different to, I'd say, other countries is is here. I don't think we really have like a, a fragrance culture. Um, no, no. You tend to see it in uh, sort of the the Middle East and and uh, other countries where they have quite a quite an affinity for fragrance. It's kind of you know a big part of their routines, big part of their culture. Yeah, yeah. But less so here, isn't it? Changing, maybe. But, yeah, I um, think it. I think it is changing. Definitely, I think people are becoming more aware of, of sort of niche brands. And mm. for me, it's always been something that's been a huge part of my um, life, and that goes kind of right back to seeing, you know, my dad's, you know, fragrances and my brother's fragrances, you know, mm. on the shelves. So it was in the house. It wasn't. It wasn't unusual. Yeah, you know, obviously, yeah your of, dad and your brother had plenty of bottles. Yeah, just kind of. Um, you know, it was kind of picking them up and, and kind of kind of trying them out for myself, and uh, and that's kind of where it started. Yeah, say so my, my my dad and my, my older brother, and we've always kind of we've always had fragrances in that in their sort of house, and naturally over time, I'd say I was kind of a little bit more uh, commercial in terms of my fragrance choices, and then as I kind of got older, trying to define my own sort of um, likes and uh, and have my own sort of signature sense has led me into that kind of niche yeah. fragrance uh, category and, 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 of course, being a creator. 
you get to work with some brands. Yeah, and... you're able to meet to work with some great brands and, and meet great people like yourself. So, um... <laughs> and, and do you, is there a certain uh, a certain area of fragrance, or you know, a certain sort of profile of fragrance that you tend to gravitate towards? Is, you know, is there a certain sort um, so of grouping? I, or what, what's your favourites? I, 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 as I was kind of growing up, I think I was quite keen on sort of aquatic, fresh, mm. citrusy scents, and I guess a lot of the fragrances at the time, you know, commercially were were kind of those were the sort of notes and bases, and they had. And then, um, you know, kind of growing up and, and trying to kind of, you know, define my own, you know, signature, you know, style and, and, and uh, sense, I've kind of changed profile and kind of gone to uh, a little bit more sort of darker um, yeah. fragrances and sort of rich, mysterious, rich, kind yeah, of mysterious kind of things. Yeah, and, and a lot of the niche fragrances, you know, that I enjoy are of, of that sort of profile. Um, you know, still obviously I, I do enjoy those traditional kind of lighter, fresher, you know, fragrances, but it's always great, you know, when you, you wear fragrances, you know, a bit dark and mysterious and you, you kind of get mm. a compliment. People haven't, you know, smelt it before. And yeah. And especially this time of year, as we, as we head into autumn, it gets, yeah, it gets a bit easier, doesn't it? To wear those, oh, those more sort of richer enveloping scents on, 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 you know, heavier clothing and things like that. It's great. And, and what about today? What, what, uh, what scent are you wearing today? Uh, so I have, I, I sort of, um, I have like a, a, a fragrance, uh, wardrobe as I like to call it. So I, I tend to, Love it. um, talk him a language. <laughs> I tend to, um, put on sort of also layer fragrances okay. uh, which kind of is is interesting uh, yeah so i'll very rarely put on just kind of one one set really so you you, you always layer and sort of yeah, make something I'm new always, out of the various various yeah bottles. which is which is very interesting yeah today i've got um a new uh juliet has a gun fragrance ah uh, ego stratus yeah that's the one i've got that yeah. on today that's a nice sort of aquatic, isn't it? Um, yeah, yeah. So that's that's very very sort of salty, very marine-y kind of marine-y, yeah. fresh. It's citric. good, isn't it? I like, yeah, I, I like that. And then and plenty of kind of punch in the base, but yeah, sort of ambroxan, musky base, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's what I've got on. And then, and did you add something to it, or is that lying on its own? I, I added, I, I added. Um, yeah, something to it today. Um, so I've got uh, on a, a Tom Ford as well. Um, Great. So uh, <laughs> yeah, t- Tom Ford. Uh, I've just a couple of made your own blend, Remy. Uh, yeah, tobacco vanilla. So yeah, okay. I, I, I'm. I'm oh, I can imagine that working. Yeah, I'm very. Uh, again, with kind of defining your own uh, identity and style and things, it's 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 interesting to kind of put uh, mixed fragrances and, and kind of. Uh, sometimes it, it works and yeah, sometimes, not, sometimes so much. not so much so yeah, um, yeah whatever I yeah. kind of feel like I, just, I love it I'll just throw it on sometimes yeah and and then other times I'll really think about right the notes in this one will complement this and how will this work and yeah it, it's interesting trial and error isn't it I think yeah <laughs> and um, one thing I like to ask the guests on Man in the Mirror is is as the, the name suggests, you know, we're sort of in the bathroom mirror having a look. What's your, what's your relationship with your appearance? I mean, obviously you're someone that, 
is sort of forced in the work that you do to, you know, to sort of <laughs> probably analyze pictures and images and look at yourself more than some people may be. Yeah. And, and it strikes me from, from our conversations, you know, you, you, obviously you've done drama and performance and, and, and all of that, but you, you know, you seem quite, um, yeah, I wouldn't say extrovert. Like I don't know, you know, and, and you talked about you know bringing yourself in in front of the the camera. So, you know, how, how do you feel about your appearance? I mean, you're in your in your late twenties, I believe. Yeah. Are, are you are you, do you are you happy with with what you see? Or do you, you know, because obviously some people think, well, I want to make changes, or I might ch- make changes in the future, or I look back and. You know, me at sort of eighteen was sort of peak peak me or whatever it is. But um, what, what do you think about when you when you look in the bathroom mirror? I think we'll I think we'll always learn naturally things that we'd like to improve on, things that we're you know yeah yeah we're we're always kind of our our self critical sometimes. But I don't think I'm I, I yes don't think I'm probably too much, much so much. sometimes yeah. yeah. And I think uh, you know being like you said being kind of you know, kind of in front of the camera a lot and, and naturally, you know, creating content and pictures, you always have to kind of feel your best. Yeah. Sometimes you don't, sometimes you don't feel fantastic in front of, especially mm. particularly if you, you've had a particularly busy period, traveling, things like that. And you don't always feel hundred mm. percent, but, um, I'm, I'm not someone who's, yeah, it can take its toll on the, on the skin. Yeah, exactly. So I'm not someone who's overly harsh on myself in terms of appearance and, and over, overly mm. critical. I think, um, you know, I understand, yeah. you know, we all age and we all kind of, uh, feel different about how, how we look at different periods of, of the day and different times. And, you know, sometimes you can, you can go for a period where you think I, I look, I look absolutely terrible. I look, you know, I don't feel great. And then other times you're entirely, you know, you know sometimes you, you know, you think you're happy. I'm looking, I'm feeling good. I'm looking good. Um, you know, mm. But it sounds like you look after yourself, Remy. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, it sounds like you know you're someone that is quite driven. And I do you um you know are you someone that sort of does a lot of physical activity as well? Do you go to the gym? Yeah, and all that stuff? I, I, I imagine I, you I do. try and I try and you know um, I think gymming and is important for yeah uh, physical health, mental health. Um, yeah. So I, I yeah. always encourage you know staying active and um, keeping you know having a, a routine and whether that's um, you know going to the gym or just getting out for a walk or whatever you do, just keeping the body um, ticking is definitely important for, for mental yeah. and physical health. So yeah, yeah, I think always having some form of, of exercise in, in your kind of day-to-day is, is definitely important. Uh, and as, as well, I think you owe it to yourself to to look after yourself. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, if, if you don't, nobody nobody else will. So mm appearances is is one thing and uh you know define you entirely but if you can if you can feel good about yourself you'll uh, project that into the world i guess and and the people you meet and i think you're absolutely right yeah give that sort of that self-confidence is is sort of emanates out and it it, um it's infectious isn't it yeah definitely and uh you can you can definitely be overly harsh about things. Maybe you want to lose weight. Maybe you want to build muscle. Maybe you want more hair. Maybe you know you want less hair. It, it, it varies. <laughs> Any of the above. Yeah, we're we're all <laughs> we're all kind of you know um, we're never fully satisfied with with every you know every aspect of our appearance, and, and that's perfectly. No, and I and I think it it would probably be 
it would be quite odd, wouldn't it? And I, I, I mean, I remain to, I might be surprised, but it's, it's sort of rare in these conversations, you know, if someone said, oh yeah, I'm, I'm completely, <laughs> I'm completely satisfied and I wouldn't change a thing. I think that's, that doesn't, t- you know, unless you're a massive kind of narcissist, it, that doesn't tend to be the, the human condition, does it? We, you know, we, we're self-critical or there's certainly things that we would, we would change. And actually, you know, invariably you might, any of us would look back at a certain point and go, oh God, you know, I don't know what I was bothered about. I, that, I looked really, you know, I looked really good then. And, um, you know, and I should say at this point, obviously if people check out Remy's, Remy's page, um, very modest guy, but he's, uh, yeah, <laughs> he does look really good and clearly does look after himself very well. So <laughs> go and have a look. But finally, Remy, um, it's always interesting to me to, to find out about what brings the guest joy and what, and what makes you happy. And, and it kind of, I, I'm, I'm aware that, you know, maybe it sounds kind of trite and, you know, a little bit sort of facile a question, but I, th- I, I always think it's kind of instructive. Like, you know, they could be trivial things or, or massive things, but I wonder, you know, what, what are the things that make you happy? Um, it's a great question. I think many different things make me happy. The, the big things, you know, in life and accomplishing goals and achievements and working towards things and, and that makes me happy and um, fulfilling. And I guess achieve, you know, when when they actually come come true and you achieve them, that, that feels good. It's been uh, it's been it's been a journey so far, and I feel like I'm in a in a in a great place in in life and. Uh, uh, I get to meet great people like yourself, and then work in a fantastic industry, and uh, you know those those sorts of things bring me happiness, and uh, um, it, it's you know it's a blessing to be able to, to do what what we do, um, and I'm fully aware of how lucky we are. There's a lot of hard work that goes into it, and uh, yeah, which people don't sure. always see, but I, I, I really can't complain. Uh, you know the opportunities and things that we get to experience is, is absolutely incredible. So. Of course, that, that brings me happiness. But you know, on 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 the other hand as well, it's it's the it's the simple things in life. Yeah, you know, family, friends. You know, yeah, you know, I've got a great partner, I've got a great family around me, I've got for sure yeah. great home life, and um, those sorts of things. You know, the the little things, and uh, just being able to be comfortable, you know, around. Uh, my loved ones and and have them in my life is 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 a is an mm. absolute blessing and you know a young youngish kind of you know guy and I I feel like uh, I've got a I've got a great uh, a great life and, and great structure and um, and and things to work towards and achieve and you know I feel like I'm I'm only just getting started uh, which is which is good I think you're right uh, yeah and definitely. And if I was going to offer you, in terms of making you happy, if I was going to, on a very, very trivial level, if I was going to offer you some sort of snack, like if we're going to a petrol station or something, would you, would you go like, would you go kind of savory crisps and nuts things or would you want a chocolate bar? Like what, what sort Ooh, of food item one. would make you really happy? It depends on the mood. It depends on the mood. So I, um, I don't, I want to know. Right now, if you needed a snack right now, what would you go for? Um... Snack wise, I'd probably go for something sweet, maybe, maybe you know, a chocolate bar would be yeah, uh, you'd be happy with that. Be great, but I don't, I don't have an overly sweet tooth. Do you not? No, no, not particularly. I, I like, I like sweet 
uh, like desserts and things like that, but in in moderation. Uh, yeah. I'm not somebody who can kind of you know you gorge on uh, whole chocolate desserts. Bar. And yeah, I kind of. <laughs> If it's like a very rich dessert, I'll, you know, a small kind of rich dessert is is fine. But anything other than that is is too much for me. So yeah, <laughs> damn it, yeah. Remy, you sound you sound like the, the you sound very controlled and um, I, yeah, I do I, and uh, of funny, yeah, I used to kind of love kind of more savoury things as well, like crisp and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, not so much now. Not so much now. Uh, everything in moderation, I guess. But yeah. my, my palate's probably changed over the years and trying different cuisines and things like that. And yeah. 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 So I'm, 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 quite, I'm quite a simple, uh, easily pleased kind of guy. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm not quite sure. And when I'm going into the petrol station, I'll <laughs> get you some kind of chocolate bar, but a, a small one. Like a small maybe one, a, yeah. Yeah. Fun size. Fun size. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Remy, thank you so much. Um, it's been such a, such a pleasure to find out more about about you and, and the work that you do. And as I said, I'll, um, I'll add some information about where people can find you online and some of the products that you've mentioned. But um, just to say thanks again, and I, you know, I appreciate the time you've, you've spent. And um, it's fantastic to hear about the trajectory you're on. And it sounds like it's going really, really well. And uh, wishing you lots of luck in the future. And thanks for your time today. Thank you so much, Hayden. It's been an absolute pleasure. And uh, wish you all the best with uh, this. I'll we'll see you soon. We'll see. We'll see each other soon at some event, no of doubt. Of course. Thank you very much. All right. You take care. Take care. Bye bye. My thanks to Remy. Um, such an interesting guy, and I really enjoyed chatting with him. I, I don't know what you thought, but um, just really impressed with someone who's got that amount of kind of purpose and drive to what they do. I think he's, you know, he's really clear sighted and is doing a great job of his content creation and, and the work he's doing online. If you want to follow Remy, you can do, and you should do. His website is remyakande.com, which is R-E-M for mother, I-A-K-A-N-D-E. That's remyakande.com. And he's sort of billed on there as the style lawyer. The style lawyer, Remy Akande. And... If you're more of an Instagram guy, um, you can find him at Remy Akande, which is R-E-M-I-A-K-A-N-D-E. Go and swell his his followers even further. He's at 31,000, I think, at the moment. So absolutely uh, storming it on, on Instagram. And just a really nice kind of range of content he does with... With fragrance, with with clothing, with with brands, and and um, yeah, particularly up in the northwest in Manchester. So check him out. Um, thanks for joining me this week. Uh, hope you enjoyed it. There'll be more. Uh, you can find me at Man in the Mirror Pod on Instagram. And thanks to Remy. Thanks to you for listening. And I'll see you next time on Man in the Mirror. Take care. Mm-hmm.